You are Locked On Suns, your daily Phoenix Suns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello there, and welcome to Locked On Suns, a probably Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Kellen Olson, your host of Locked On Suns. We have a bit of news to get through. If you did not see the news today, the Suns announced that they were having a significant announcement, is what they called it, at 11 a.m. local time. And that significant announcement turned out to be two announcements. The team extended general manager Ryan McDonough's contract through the 2019-2020 season, meaning there are three years now left on his deal. So he has the 2017-18 season, the 18-19 season, and the 19-20 season. And then the team added James Jones. Yes, former Suns forward James Jones, NBA champion James Jones, uh, as the vice president of basketball operations. Uh, So that is going to be something interesting and definitely worth talking about. Uh, before we start the show, though, I just wanted to remind you guys to follow us on Twitter. That is at LockedOnPHXSuns. Once again, at LockedOnPHXSuns. That's the best way to keep track of the show and everything. It's going to be a little bit more cut and dry here over the summer as we pick and choose our ways into uh, figuring out what to talk about and exactly when to talk about things. It's pretty standard during the season, of course. If you're new here, we do shows five days a week during the regular season. That's right, Monday through Friday. Uh, I am your host, Kellen Olson. I already told you that. My co-host is Eddie House, former Sun player. He's more in and out here on the summer, but will be back with us again next season, uh, five days a week or as much as possible, really. Uh, you'll have your fair share of shows with me here talking to you. I'll bring on guests as much as I can today, though. Too important to try and figure out guests and all that. We're all on a little bit of a time crunch here, but let's talk some Ryan McDonough. So the team announced that they are extending McDonough for three years. Like I said, this is a very Big and prominent move by ownership, specifically Robert Sarver, because as it has been noted, Robert Sarver is not patient. He actually said that today at the press conference, noted that he is not a patient man, but he said, I have no choice but to be patient, Sarver said, uh, before joking that he was not patient, of course. And this plan is all about patience. McDonough said, doing what we're trying to do and what we're on the path to doing requires some patience. Now, what McDonough is alluding to here is building through the draft, and he also had some say on that. He said, at the end of the day, Robert and I think it's the right thing to do. We think it's the right way to build a championship team. And what he means by that is really building through the draft and primarily doing that. That's what he said uh, today. He said, we're trying to primarily bring players in through the draft and develop them together and grow the core of the team together. Now, this was complicated for McDonough because if you remember, it was reported that McDonough was going to be in the last year of his contract. So with the team, the West in particular, looking very strong. Additions of Paul Millsap and Jimmy Butler, Jeff Teague to this side of the NBA, as well as just other teams in general improving. It did not look like the Suns were going to come close to a playoff spot, let alone really come close to even like 10th. It looks like they might be one of the three to five worst teams in the NBA. So with that in mind, It did not seem like a good match for McDonough in terms of his quote-unquote contract year, but what a move like this does is instill confidence in both McDonough's plan and to fans as well that Sarver, who has a reputation, and he joked, of course, about his patience, like I said, he has a reputation for not showing patience, and amongst other things that uh, people have had troubles with uh, agreeing with Sarver's moves in the past, but this kind of move shows that Uh, McDonough alluded to it a couple of times and said like a couple of times me and Robert are on the same vision with the quote I said earlier. This is the type of move that he makes because he knows that the team is not going to be good right now. They are not going to be good next year. They might not even be good the year after that. 
this is a thing that is going to come with gradual growth. And McDonough also said today that there's going to be, really there's going to be gradual improvement across the board, but then there's going to be hopefully sometime when there's a huge jump out of nowhere in terms of quality and just like overnight they turn into this great team. And that is something that we've seen in the past with the Golden State Warriors. There are countless examples. Uh, He also referenced them too in teams that have built through the draft and then sort of are floating around in like the usual like trend of how much they would improve and then just boom, out of nowhere, they're this great, awesome team or they jump a level or two. And that's what he's looking at with this team and said he – they have been looking at teams like the Warriors and looking back on the way these teams build and how they go about things. But this is just great news. There's no way this is not great news. Even if you are not a fan of Ryan McDonough and think that the team should have gotten another general manager, this is his team. This is his roster, and it's all young. So there really isn't any point in letting go of McDonough until we see how this roster unfolds. Now, I know you're going to say, well, he had a roster before that that had the Morris twins, it had Goran Dragic, it had Isaiah Thomas at one point, it had Channing Fry. That's true, but this is really where the rebuild began. That 48-win season, it's hard to just throw that to the side and say it was an anomaly and say it's not something that really holds up over time, but that's the truth. This team was never going to be a 50-win team after that or keep gradually improving. It was really just a random season and the regression showed and then it got complicated trying to keep Dragic and Bledsoe together and then Isaiah Thomas comes in it was just a mess and there's no doubt McDonough has had his fair share of mess ups the Brandon Knight trade was a disaster he has always tried to trade for young talent a significant young talent that is available on the trade market or all-stars that are on the trade market it worked out really well for him one time when he traded for Eric Bledsoe He's a near all-star. No one can argue that with the way he played last season. Brandon Knight was supposed to be that guy as well, but it worked out horribly. He tried to sign LaMarcus Aldridge by essentially signing Tyson Chandler to get LaMarcus more interested. He's also had the two to three point guard experiments, and that's where it gets a little bit hairy in terms of looking back. He's definitely had some great moves, and he's also definitely had some terrible moves. But what's going to make or break his tenure here with the Suns is going to be the growth of the core four. That is Dragon Bender, Marquise Chris, Josh Jackson, and Devin Booker. How that group develops is going to not only determine how well his, his time here is looked at, but it's also going to determine if this team is in fact going to follow the hashtag the timeline timeline and be ready to really contend for a playoff spot in two to three years and then grow from that into a legitimate contender. But we're just going to have to wait and see for now, and that's something I want to get to here after the break and just really discuss what this means now for the team going forward, especially in what we need to watch for, because I think it changes the outlook of the team. Several people would always get nervous whenever a certain veteran was available. We saw LaMarcus, Na- LaMarcus Aldridge's name floated around draft time and the Suns were linked there that probably won't be happening as much anymore with this sort of thought process that the team has agreed upon not only just McDonough and I'm sure everyone in the front office was under this same sort of belief of every single move should have the future in mind that is what everyone is saying really with the whole campaign on Twitter of hashtag the timeline anyway that's what the timeline's about and something we've talked about but we'll get more to that after the break though but first a message from our friends at SeatGeek. Yes, I have new friends, and their names 
RC Geek. Uh, buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated, but there is a better, simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. It's true. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats. I've actually used SeatGeek in the past to buy Dimebacks tickets, and right now is a great time to see the Dimebacks because, of course, they made the move with the Detroit Tigers yesterday or two days ago. If you are in the Valley and you're you're a sports fan and you haven't been really following the D-backs too hard, they are currently 15 games above 500, 54 and 39, and they just acquired J.D. Martinez, who is really the best bat on the trade market, and it looks like the Dimebacks are really trying to win a ring. J.D. Martinez came out and said on Twitter today that he's looking to buy or looking to win a championship in the desert. And his first home game is on Friday. Uh, the Washington Nationals come to town July 21st through the 23rd. So, hey, listen to your friend Kellen here and use SeatGeek. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket-buying experience easier than ever. SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Yes, there is more in the world than just sports people. Best of all, listeners to Locked On Suns and the whole Locked On Network in general get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LONBA today. That's promo code LONBA for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. See, aren't friends nice? Isn't it nice to have more friends in the world? SeatGeek are our friends now. They like Locked On Suns. See, how about that? So, moving on to Ryan McDonough and moving back to that thought that I had on McDonough, it's going to be fascinating now to see how we as a group, those covering the team, those that are fans of the team, how we are going to go about seeing a Paul Millsap, seeing a Blake Griffin on the market and knowing at least from what we've been told, and I really, truly was, it was very, um, I was intrigued really by the way Robert Sarver went about how he talked today. And it was intriguing because he did not hide away from the fact or shy away from the fact that he is not patient and even joked and kind of like opened with a joke and saying that I'm a very patient man when everyone in the room knows that he is not patient, and he said that. And so now when we see all these veteran names, these high-priced guys, someone like a Paul Millsap, for example, where with the deal he got with the Denver Nuggets, he got three years, $90 million. And the team option is in the third year. So essentially, if he is showing any diminished value in his second year and they believe that he is really going to fall off in that third year, it could be a two-year, $60 million deal for them. The Suns could have given him three years guaranteed. They could have given him three years plus a player option in the fourth year. Like they could have they could have done several things here to outbid the Denver Nuggets. Now it came down of course to how they could fit him in with that cap room and how much he would want to come here. But what I'm saying is if the Suns really truly wanted Paul Millsap and they really wanted to get him no matter what the price was, I believe they could have gotten him with the deal that Millsap got in terms of just 
I'm sure Millsap wanted more. I'm sure that wasn't his choice to get that team option in the third year. That's just not how things really work. That's what I truly believe there, and that's why I think that the Suns could have really gotten in there if they wanted to. And I think that's important in this particular discussion because it shows that they weren't, uh, they being like McDonough, uh, Tim Connolly, the, uh, or Pat Connolly, sorry, the assistant um, general manager of the Suns, and the other group now that is going to include James Jones. That's not even someone that we have discussed yet. Uh, that was the other announcement that I'm going to get to shortly. That the thing about it is, and sorry, sorry for the wandering thoughts here for a second, but that is the fascinating thing to me about the entire situation is that now there is, we know from what we've heard today, that there is support. This was stuff where I would always talk about things like this on the podcast and say, there's no way for us to know. Well, now we appear to know that the entire process of hashtag the timeline is being supported. The entire thought of we need to think about what this move does for the development of our youngsters who are going to be more important to us in three years than someone like Paul Millsap, someone like Blake Griffin, and etc. I think that's also reflected with the way the team has gone through this offseason. That's something we're going to be talking about on future episodes of Lockdown Suns here in the summer, assuming there is no action yet with Alex Len or Brandon Knight. We're going to be talking about how those players and their futures fit in. But what I truly believe there is it's just a great thing. That's what I truly think is that this is a great day to be a Suns fan because you have that confirmation now, and I, I feel like it's confirmation. I don't know if Suns fans are going to look at what Sarver said and just say he's full of crap or just say they don't believe him or wish they could believe him. I believe him because you, would ex- you wouldn't extend McDonough if you didn't think this way. You would have brought in someone else because it's not like McDonough's had a flawless record, like I said. But he's a sharp guy. He's always active. He seems like a good general manager. That's the vibe that everyone gets. But he's had his fair share of mistakes that could have cost him. And I wrote something for Arizona Sports last December that was saying that. So it's just nice to have this reassurance that they are not going to try and do something cheap out of their way to try and accelerate where the team is going to be in a couple of years. I hope that jumbled up mess of thoughts made sense. I also wrote about this on ArizonaSports.com. I wrote a column basically saying, this is the beginning. We We can officially mark, you can say when the timeline began, but this is officially us buckling in, strapping up, and like we're, we are ready, strapped in, we are ready to go and get to the destination, which is a championship, hopefully, for this team. They haven't had one. They're about to celebrate their 50th year, and they haven't won one, which is pretty crazy considering the team, I looked this up today, fourth winningest NBA team of all time, and they do not have a championship. Pretty bizarre. Hopefully that will change one addition that the team made to reflect this change, hopefully, in a, or make that change a reality They brought in former forward James Jones as the vice president of basketball operations from everything that McDonough and Sarver said today at the press conference. How this was reflected was that he was basically going to be in the group of decision makers for the team when it comes to all basketball decisions, whether that's free agency, trades, scouting, whatever it was. It sounded like that short group of McDonough, Connolly, and now James Jones is in it. Vice president of basketball operations was not a title that was they created a new title for James Jones. And it was interesting to hear McDonough talk about how the team has been looking to add 
James Jones for the past couple of years. He's actually been calling him on July 1st for the past couple of years, he revealed, and asking if he wanted a role in the front office. So uh, James has a history, of course, in the Players Association. If you did not know this, he was heavily involved in the new CBA agreement. That's where he kind of is going to take his background into this. Obviously, a huge championship pedigree. Everyone cannot speak highly enough of James Jones. I believe not only Kevin Love, but LeBron have said that they are their most beloved teammate is James. And everyone from the Cleveland area today was talking about how much of a huge loss this is for the Cavaliers because something like that, you just they must have just assumed that Jones was going to be back at this point because he's been back so many times with LeBron, it was just assumed. And now it's it's a big loss for their locker room, and it's another great addition to the Suns that is going to really help build the right environment around their team. Say what you want about Coach or Watson and how his on-the-court performance has gone so far as a head coach in the NBA. But there's no doubt that he has the support of his players, and his players are in sync with what he wants to do. And James Jones is going to help with that and more. With everything I've heard about James Jones, I wasn't covering the team at the time that he was here, but everyone has nothing but great things to say about him. And, of course, this isn't an assistant coach role. It's a front office role. But at the same time, I think that's really going to instill and carry down throughout the organization. And I'm truly excited to see what it leads to and how he is – how he comes across the next couple of years and how his involvement comes across in the team as well. So it's, like I said, it's just a great day uh, to be covering the Suns, to be a fan of the Suns with the announcement of McDonough getting extended for another three years. Now it's time to truly get comfortable and say, like, okay, now we just get to watch this group grow together. That is what today is really all about. We get to watch Booker, Jackson, Bender, Chris, Allen Williams, Tyler Eulis, Davon Reed, Alec Peters, uh, their names I forgot, Derek Jones Jr., TJ Warren, whoever they draft next year. It's time to watch these guys grow as a unit together. That's what we're going to see for the next couple of years because this sort of move, like I said, extending McDonough, you don't do this unless you believe that. And that came across in what everyone said today. And like I said, it's great news. Uh, so once again, make sure you're following us on Twitter. That is at LockedOnPHXSuns to stay up to date with the podcast. That's the best way, of course, subscribing to us on iTunes as well. That is in the bio of our Twitter page. Those are the two best ways to catch this episode. I'm sure if you're listening right now, that is the way you are listening to it. So yeah, make sure to follow me on Twitter as well. That is at Kellen Olson, K-E-L-L-A-N-O-L-S-O-N. And we will be back. Later on, once again, I said we're going to have uh, two separate episodes here. We're going to talk about the future of Alex Len with the Suns and the future of Brandon Knight with the Suns, two players who are in a bit of a pickle right now and in a bit of a crossroads. We talked about crossroads with Ryan McDonough. Those two players certainly at a crossroads, not only with their time in Phoenix, but their NBA careers. So it's going to be fun to talk about them on the next episode, and we'll catch you then. Rush into Old Navy today for this can't-miss one-day deal. 50% off all Old Navy active for the family. Get the workout wear you need at a huge 50% off one day only today. Hurry in or miss out at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1020, select styles only, excludes in-store clearance.